Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. To the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. If the love's on skids, treat your folks like kids, or your family tree's gonna snap. So to make them dig, first you gotta rig. What do you gotta rig? The parent trap. Here's the deal. A nest is best, Jerry. <laughs> the more you hear that song, the more you will like it. And you'll get a chance to hear it a few times today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Today's show, a bit of a different title, is The Parent Trap Syndrome, or Car Heaven. <laughs> today on the Christian Car Guy Show, you might have heard that was Brian, you know, with the Beach Boys, I'm Wilson, right? Go to Heaven in My yeah. Car, you might remember that song. Well... You know, the parent trap, if you ever saw it, there was like three versions of it. Haley Mills was the original one. And and so we're going to dive into why that is, you know, God kind of rigs life that quite often we find ourselves in the parent trap and, and that has everything to do with car heaven. So today's show is often is brought to you by the letter Bays, or you might have heard that letter referred to as Bet in Hebrew. And you might also know that the letter Bays is the second letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So it's like Aleph Bays, just like A B. And so, not coincidentally, <laughs> it has that B B sound. And so, it is the second letter. Did you know it also means two? So, it has to do with duality because, and this is really cool, you might know the word blessing. B starts with a B B sound. And in Hebrew, it's Barak. And so in order to have a blessing, it takes two. You got to have a blessor and you got to have a blessee. Always helps, that's for sure. <laughs> As we've talked about a few weeks, the last few weeks, really, it takes a giver and a taker, but you got to have a blessor and a blessee. And the reason why this has everything to do with the show today is the letter Bays means house. That the whole Bible itself, the Torah, starts with a base. Because God wanted to have a house. He wanted to have a nest, right? 
And so you might have heard the nest is best there. That's Green Bean Productions with the SOS Studios. <laughs> and the more you think about God nesting, you just go back to Genesis 1-1 and see that God was making a nest. And I, I came across something this week. I just lit me up like, a, like, oh, my goodness, I hadn't thought about that. We all know that in the beginning God created the earth, but I don't know if you'd ever thought about it, that in the beginning God created heaven, too. And so he created something physical, and he created something spiritual, right? And, and we're made in his image, so we all have a physical nest, don't we? We have our houses, and you're probably kicked out of your house when you were, you know, at some age, and, and, you, and you had to go get in a new nest with your spouse or whatever the situation may be. You're nesting to this day, believe me, you are. But you also have a spiritual nest, and there's people that you will not let in to your spiritual nest, <laughs> just like God won't let certain people in his spiritual nest. So I, as, as we get this concept together, just think about, wow, there's certain people I wouldn't let in my house. There's other people, a lot more people that I would not let into my spiritual nest where, where I hang out in this whole idea. So... You go, Robbie, what does that have to do with the parent trap? I'm glad you ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're bringing it in. <laughs> well, I hope you got to see it at some point in time, one of the many ways that it has been made. It's a Walt Disney production, undoubtedly. But what happens is these two girls look just exactly alike. In fact, they're played by the same actress in both cases. And these two girls hate each other. They are not letting each other into their nest whatsoever. They're not letting them in both, to the, but but they get in all these fights, and then they you know they do the camp thing where they put shaving cream all over each other and molasses and all this stuff, and so they get kicked out. And what what does the leader do but stick them together in the same cabin, right? And what happens is they find out they not only love each other, they're sisters, right? <laughs> they're sisters. <laughs> It was, and so once they come across this unbelievable parent trap syndrome, like I bet we could make this work with our parents because their parents are divorced. And so they set up, and so when you listen carefully to the song, you know, where it says, if you want to make them dig, <laughs> you got to rig the parent trap. <laughs> so now that I have that totally released and you understand the, the theory of the parent trap, okay. Well, God is doing this in a way to all of us all the time. So if you've ever been forced, and here's, here's where I want the stories to come in today. I want you to think about, have you ever been in a situation where you had to go on a road trip with somebody that clearly you would never let in your house <laughs> and you would never let them in your spiritual nest? In other words, oh my gosh, I have to drive to New Mexico with this, and, 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 and just to give you an example, okay, to say, Here's Robbie, an example. Okay, okay here's an example. example. You may have heard me refer to my mother-in-law a time or two on this show as we're, we're just not two peas in a pod, okay? <laughs> 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 well, as I was thinking about this parrot trap idea, like, oh, my gosh, I remember one time I had to take my mother-in-law to Texas. It was just me and her, and it was about a 17- or 18-hour trip. And I remembered by the time that we got there, we were two peas in a pot. I mean, we were having the best time, and we had talked so much. And I, I, you know, I'd really like to get back there with that relationship with my mother-in-law. But when you actually find yourself in the nest with somebody for a period of time, then all of a sudden, 
you see that that person is not just all that different from you. Their story has something to do with what that is, and they begin to see something else. You're not all that different from them. Now, while you're thinking about your story, and I want you to call in at 866-348-7884. That's 866-348-7884. I need your stories. Jerry's thinking up his when he went on that road trip, right? Oh, yeah. There's plenty of those stories. That's, <laughs> you know, the thing is, it's, you know, as you talk about it, it's so many times we're forced, we're forced to talk, but also we're forced to listen. And I think that's, a, for me, that's a big part of it. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And that other person feels like you've listened to them. Yeah. And, and there's this natural connection that just begins to happen. Okay. So now I want you to think back to your nest while you're Call in. I don't see any lines lit up here. 866-348-7884. I want you to think back. If you're like me and you weren't a Christian at some point in your life, and you can remember back there. Now, I'm fortunate, I guess, in that I can remember there. I wish I hadn't spent 30 years without Christ, but I came to Christ about the age of 37 or 8. And how many people were in your spiritual nest at the point in time Christ came in to take the throne of your spiritual nest. <laughs> I don't know about you, Robbie, but that nest, the complexity of that nest changes quickly. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about it. There was, I might have had a friend in this world, one, but I'm sure wasn't very close to them. And there was a lot of things that I would never talk to them about, you know, and and I just think back to, oh, my goodness, look how many people are in my nest since I came to Christ. Look at the difference of how I feel towards people in general. But when I when I think about all my brothers and sisters, all the little Haley Mills that are, that are out there that I've you know ended up in the cabin with, however that worked out, how many of those people are now like dear friends? And, and, and like, oh, my goodness, what a difference it makes. When you bring God into your nest and let him shepherd you on your whole nest building procedures. So now I'm really, now think about your road trips. You got to, it's 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And, you know, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about the Jesus labor love. We had a really neat, neat event that happened this week. That's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. If you're familiar with that ministry, it's part of the Christian Car Guys shows. We're going to talk about that. But when did you go to heaven with somebody in a car? You, you thought you were headed to hell, but it was heaven. <laughs> Come on now, 866-348-7884. We'll be right back with so much more. The Parent Trap Syndrome. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. If the love's on skids, treat your folks like kids. Or your family tree's gonna snap. So to make them dig, first you gotta rig. What do you gotta rig? The parent trap. Don't you love that? And the nest is best to keep birds warm. I just think it's awesome. <laughs> so today's 
Christian Car Guys show, the Parent Trap Syndrome, Car Heaven Today, and, you know, the nest is best, as we can talk about. Maybe it's not, because we have John is calling in from Everett in Washington. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear John's story. John, you say you had the opposite experience. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, uh, my cousin and I got asked somehow to, to plan the family reunion together, and so we drove from Denver, Colorado, to a tiny town, actually Iowa, and I was I was uh, trapped in her car for the whole weekend in her Prius. <laughs> and this is a lady that you know she had pictures of of herself shaking hands with the opposite president of the United States the, the, from the one that I voted for. So on the drive, we're making small talk. We hadn't talked to each other much in years, even though we live in the same town at the time. And I said, uh, so are you still, we both grew up attending the same, uh, you know, Christian church, sort of. And uh, so I asked her if she's still attending. She says, oh, no, I don't know how anybody could believe the Bible. I've been, I, it's such, such a hard, I consider myself a free thinker. And she went on for a while, and, and she said, when did you get so religious? Uh, because <laughs> I got saved. I got born again and, and after growing up in that denomination. And uh, and I said, well, I don't I still don't like to consider myself religious. I like to consider myself a free thinker, because I actually read the Bible for the last 40 years. And, uh, of course, you've read it, I'm sure, all the way through to have such strong opinions about it. Like, well, no, I didn't read the whole thing, but I could give you some quotes, you know. So uh, that was our that was our weekend together in a small town in Iowa, um, and uh, we we didn't wind up finding that we were uh, so much alike. We found out how different we were, and um, she didn't really want to uh, want to hear. About yeah, I am so. I, I, I am just thrilled that you called John because this is, this is, it's a perfect example of how, you know, we need the to really seek God in in when we're in these situations. Like man, and and so how long ago was that road trip? <laughs> oh, uh, about uh, five years ago. Yeah, we had, we had had a family reunion in Estes Park. You know, she, we're the grandchildren of a family of 14, uh, and uh, and uh, we'd had this wonderful family reunion with like 75 people in Estes Park, and everybody said, let's do this again, but look, let's have it in this, <laughs> this tiny town where, we all, where the whole clan originated. And we went there, there wasn't a hotel big enough for us. Well, there wasn't even a restaurant big enough for us all. <laughs> Well, the one thing I would I would throw in there because I guess I'm the eternal optimist <laughs> is that um, you know I, I I used to do a Bible study at one of the dealerships that I ran, and there were some people not unlike your cousin who used to tell me you know how exclusionary Christianity was and all the different things that they might tell me, and one day about 15 years later, I had two different people on the same day come to me and they said, you know, Robbie, actually one of his name was Tony Raheem today. Tony Raheem today, I saw him the other day, he was a Muslim, and, and he said he wanted me to tell you that he's been born again. 
In other words, that was the message that he yeah. gave somebody to give to me. And then on the same day, a few hours later, and I can't remember the lady's name, but she used to, to be our um, public relations lady. And she told somebody too, go tell Robbie Dillmore that I was born again. <laughs> and, and well, I've, been, I've been praying for Aunt G, or my cousin G, uh, but... Um, yeah, we, we haven't had a whole lot of interaction. She knows I'm, a, you know, I, I teach evangelism, and uh, but she's not much interested in what I do. Well, <laughs> but I loved what I love what hair, you... her hair was on fire for the next. <laughs> year. But I, lo- I loved what but, you said to her, though. You know, I I've read the whole Bible. Have you? And and that's got a stick yeah. in her cross somewhere. You know that, like, well, maybe yeah. I need to. And you know, if she reads it. You know, it's like well. That's what she she said. She gave me some quotes uh, uh, that she really thought were zingers, and I said, "So if you wrote a book about your life story, and I picked a couple lines out of it, and said, you know, she's all you Christians always talk about taking things out of context." I said, "Well, that's, that's true, you know." But that's beautiful. Well, John, I am. I, I, I applaud you, and I thank you for your call, and it and it just goes to show you that man. There's a lot of stuff going on, and, and it's important that there's certain people, you know, Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swine. There's certain people that don't belong in your nest. It's, it's, it says it keeps you safe from harm. So, you know, that's part yeah. of what happens. It's sad, though, isn't it? It's really yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah but, but the thing that I, I got of that is the importance of just sowing the seeds. I mean, as Robbie yeah. said, you know, maybe just mentioning that about reading the Bible and you shared your faith. Yeah. I mean, that had... Every time she thinks about it, she yeah. probably thinks about those conversations, and that may be what. Yeah. It's like the. Well, I, I hope it did get her to read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, John. God bless. Uh, speaking of which, I'm late for my Gideon's meeting. Oh, so no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you'll be able to let you go. Have a great, a great day. Bye-bye. All right. So maybe you had his experience. We know you're thinking about it, so just call us. Have the courage. It'll be fun. 866 348 7884-866-34-TRUTH. As my wife will tell you, when she hates when I say this, by the way, I'm quite often wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes I'm right, too. And so, you know, call in and let me know. You had the good experience. You had the bad experience. We know you had one. But you got to call us. we we got to get in on it. Again, we got to tell you about this Jesus Labor Love event. Uh, which was absolutely remarkable, and, and you can see God in that. And we got so much more Christian Car Guys show coming up, so stay tuned and call 866 348 7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. If the love's on skids, treat your folks like kids. Are your family trees gonna snap? So to make them dig, first you gotta rig. What do you gotta rig? The parent trap. Yes, 
one thing is that song plays out that's a memory for me because we use that <laughs> as backdrop music on mission trips and stuff and on the screen and stuff like going back to Jamaica yeah, it and keeps, stuff it keeps yeah. birds warm yeah. and it keeps them from harm I, I think they did a great job rhyming those words <laughs> today's show is the parent trap syndrome car heaven where was your road trip with somebody that you never would have guessed that oh my goodness I get stuck with this person all the way to there and the next thing you know you you let them into your nest and it's 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 an amazing thing or you didn't as the case may be um as we heard from John in Washington we got actually a good friend of mine um Andy with a masculine journey radio show must have been listening today so he called in to share his story Andy I'm so glad you called so you got a story for us Andy I do yeah Robbie I hadn't had a chance to listen in a while so uh here this morning by myself and i was like oh i'm gonna listen thank you and i was first i was like well let's see do i have a story i'm like most of my road trips as robbie knows is are me me and the god you right. know so that's a pretty good parent trap there with going out with <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah, a really but, good one uh, yeah yeah they are i've got some stories but uh no recently well, it was about two years ago um our family has a, I'm originally from the Midwest, and our family has a family reunion in Arkansas, but my family's from Missouri, so my daughter decided that she wanted to go to that, and I was all for it, because I, I was about her age, maybe a little bit younger, and I went out the first time to the family reunion and enjoyed the experience, so I was like, sure, we'll, we'll go. We hadn't been home for a while, so let's, let's do that, and... Um, it was just she and I, and so we get in the car, and I live in Boone, and we take off west and go through Johnson City, Tennessee, and we're like, we don't want this awkward silence for 14 hours. we got to have something to listen to. <laughs> so, and we have a great relationship, but, you know, it's like Robbie was saying. I mean, it's a long time in the car. You gotta, it, it helps to have something else. But we got this. We were looking for something to listen to, and we couldn't agree to, on any audio book. But finally... She come up came upon um, Treasure Island. I was like, okay, I've always wanted to read that book. Yeah, let's do that. So we listened to it all the way out. I think it took us all the way out and all the way back by going to North Carolina to Arkansas to Missouri and then back to North Carolina. I think we finished right before we got home. But it was a great experience. And, you know, it was fun in the fact that we – uh, got to use our pirate voices uh, anytime we wanted to to make a joke, <laughs> you know the R shiver me timbers that kind of thing. So it was a definitely made some memories in it, and uh, <laughs> I guess that is my version of the parent trap. <laughs> she trapped, and me. it really was. It really was. That's that's a beautiful yeah. thing, Andy. I'm I'm going to be Ring all my way to <laughs> Georgia tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You, yeah, that's that's really cool. Yep, I know you got a road trip coming up. You taking anybody with you on that? No, I guess it's me and God. It's a it's a Robbie trip. That's I'm, a good one. Yeah, actually, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so well, thank you for calling in, Andy, and I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks at boot camp. Absolutely, good talking to you, Robbie. Thank Thanks you again. God bless. So, Bye. yeah. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And I could point out, it doesn't have to be a car. You might have been sitting next to him in an airplane. Like, I could tell you about when I the guy I went on a mission trip to Jamaica when all of a sudden, 
you know, he looked at me with this really strange look in his eyes, and he goes, I've seen some things. <laughs> and I thought this could not be good. <laughs> Say, I maybe, don't want to see some things. <laughs> or maybe, you know, Jerry, you were talking about, you know, you got a small group family that signed up, and you're like, well, I don't know about these people coming into my nest. Yeah, Pondale, we do the uh, 40-day devotions and meeting homes and stuff, and people sign up. And there's always, you know, been times that, Somebody will sign up in my group, and it's somebody that I, you know, I'm, I kind of may know, but then I'm thinking, oh man, this is gonna be a, be a, <laughs> a rough, rough five weeks or so. And, and you know, and as time goes on, and 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 I think as you mentioned earlier, just spending time, and sometimes it's not what you're saying or the conversation; it's just sitting back and listening and stuff. And then you get out of there, and I mean, I'll tell you, there's times where I'm thinking, you know what, we're not gonna be going out to eat or anything, but get a whole different respect for somebody and stuff. And a lot of things that you uh, think you know about somebody, you really don't know until you just spend time with them. And that's, that's kind of the, the beauty of it. I mean, even in our business, when my guys will get a, we'll have somebody will call in and, and they broke down or been in an accident or needing to get towed somewhere. And they're all stressed out and they're in the middle of a crisis. And one of my dispatchers like Trigg will say something about call the driver, you know, just, know that it's this is gonna be they're upset and just you know just really just don't say anything they're having a really bad day and they know that the drivers know that but then when they'll come back they'll they'll multiple times will come in and share a story that somebody will tell them about how bad of a day they really were having and how they you know just just needed to kind of just simmer down and 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 stuff because we don't understand really what people are going through and where they're at in life and stuff and as the first caller mentioned, sometimes those opportunities to just plant a seed, you know, it may be something where you think they'd brush it off and don't even pay attention to you, but it comes back to them if you show grace and let them know that uh, you feel God's going to get them through that. And that's how you would get through it is having a relationship with Christ. And, you know, it's just throwing out those seeds sometimes. That's all we're called to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard that it's a divine conspiracy. <clears throat> that it's somewhat like being put in a stone tumbler with another person at times. And, you know, you, you knock off each other's rough edges. If you get close enough to each other to bump around on each other enough, then the next thing you know, you know, they're going to challenge you to, you know, look a little deeper, like what, what is behind this feeling I have? And, and, and often for me, I'll realize I feel like I'm 12 years old or I'll feel like I'm 17. I'm like, oh, this is the rebellious Robbie. <laughs> this Robbie is 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 feeling like I did when I wanted to get even with my dad or something, you know, and, I, and I'll begin to process that. Like, God, is there some forgiveness stuff in my life that we need to work through? And, and it's really like a check engine light, you know, to, to make a car analogy. It's like a check engine light going off. Like, why is this making me so mad? And now it's a bad situation, but... There's more to this than what I think. And so what is this telling me? And it's amazing how much healing is available when you go to Jesus and say, what is this? And, and, and I actually had one of these situations about a week ago um, with a client. And they really made me mad. <laughs> and I realized that very thing. And all of a sudden, I remembered a situation with my father that was really some helpful stuff that he and I, I actually got kicked out of the house. Um, 
you know, and it, it was a situation that needed some healing. And wow, you know, maybe the reason why you're so upset is God is, is point is, you know, trying to get at something in there that's festering that you don't even know is festering. And he wants, he wants some healing in there so that you can, you know, be more of who you were designed to be. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, so many times in, 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 for all of us as humans and, and, and mankind, we, you know, what, what, what is on the surface is just what is on the surface, man. It goes so much deeper. I mean, so many issues we all will feel like is that, that we're being dominated by really has nothing to do with what the real issue is and stuff. And I think that time away, I think, that, yeah, yeah, the God trap where God sort of gets us off. And, and, and if we can be honest with ourselves and honest as far as just letting our emotions come to the forefront and stuff and, 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 and pray about it and get in Scripture and stuff, it's amazing to me, I mean, I'll speak for myself, how many times God will point me right back to what the issue is. Yeah. And it has, you know, most of the time it has nothing to do with what I thought the issue was. <laughs> yeah. He has an amazing way to do that. And the good news is if you listen to the Truth Network, today at 1 o'clock, Amy Cabo has a show coming on called that where she's going to be talking with an abuse counselor. So if you've wondered, you know, or she's actually an abuse coach. So if you wondered, you know, how to do better abusing, you know, this is an actual coach for this. I'm kidding. <laughs> but then looked at me. <laughs> but then that was Robbie who said that. Okay. <laughs> it's, an, it's an abuse coach, but coaching you through how to get the healing and all that stuff. But she's going to be on live at one o'clock so you can call in and enjoy that. So, you know, those are the kind of things that happen. But again, we need your call because we only got one segment left and we know you got this road trip story, right? Where Everyone has one. It's Everyone. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We have this one segment and we still got to tell the Jesus Labor Love thing. So that's coming. Plus your stories, which would make a great ending to the show. Think how great it would be. It would be like the crescendo. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. If the love's on skids, treat your folks like kids. Or your family tree's gonna snap. So to make them dig, first you gotta rig. What do you gotta rig? The parent trap. Oh, I hate that. That's the last time I get to hear that song today. Your new bump music here. (laughs) (laughs) The Parent Trap Syndrome today on the Christian Car Guy Show slash Car Heaven. And, you know, as we mentioned at the very beginning of the show, this show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Bet. Or Bays, depending on you may hear it from different people a different way. But it starts with that bubba sound, which we talked about comes from Barak, like a blessing, which it takes two... And it's the second letter in the Hebrew alphabet, as we, as we described, and it has a duality to it because a, there is a bless or and a bless e, right? So somebody gets a blessing and somebody receives a blessing, and that may be you on the road trip or it may have been the other person, <laughs> depending on the situation. But in the case of the Jesus labor love, it was a great opportunity this, this week to have that situation. And again, if we didn't have 
people that go to christiancarguy.com and have the humility to say, hey, I need some help, right? Then we would rob the person that gave this car the blessing of being able to give a car to somebody, right? Or you would rob the person that gave money to the Jesus labor love, the blessing of not being able to help this person that needs it. And then the, the real blessing that I see every time is that Scott, our, our, our volunteer, is praying with these people when they call in and we got a chance to bring God into a situation. And, you know, this is the ultimate. I mean, this is God making his nest, okay? He just is. And, and, and it's, you know, he's trying to keep his birds safe and warm. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so this is a neat story. A few months ago, we had a situation where, where somebody donated a car. We had a lady that, that we gave the car to. But unbeknownst to us, she had a sister who wanted to give her a car, but she didn't have enough time because the sister was in a desperate need for a car to get her a car. And so when she found out that it was our ministry that gave her that car, she began the process to give us the car she was going to give her sister. Okay. And it took some time, it always does, to you know, get a, a donor and a donee or a blessor and a blessee together. It's a dual thing. It's a letter bet, I mean, I'm telling you. And so, you know, have you ever thought about this? You know, it's not good for man to be alone. You know how God knew that? <laughs> he likes it better when he's not alone. He likes to have you. He, he, he wants to have a relationship with you. I can assure you he does. And, and so, you know, here was this opportunity we had because another person had the humility to call in. And then, then this dear lady who... Again, her sister got a car. Now she was giving this car, <clears throat> and she was very generous, Jerry. Not only did she give the car, she paid a lot of money to get the car fixed to make sure that it would be a really good car for the recipient. It, there was a lot that was involved in it. I wish I could go into all the details, but I, I'm just going, man, God. I mean, yay, God. Like, how cool that, that you know, he was able to do that. And the reason is, is because of your prayers your support, right? All the different things that, you know, you heard about the Jesus labor love and you said, you know, God, I love that. I'm going to pray for them. Or God, I love that. I want to, I want to give a little bit or whatever the situation may be. It's at christiancarguy.com. And I just, it, it's it, what a blessing it's been to us, right, Jerry? We've seen it through the years. Yeah. And, and you know, so many times we, we said, we're sitting just, just said this story, you know, the car is just the tool bring people hope and then ultimately making sure that people understand that hope isn't that car it's the hope in jesus christ and all the volunteers you and and scott and everyone is just a just a tool that an instrument that god is able to use and for all the people that that give something and you know maybe you know they may go online and give a dollar or they may be able to give a car they may be able to give a thousand dollars you know there's a blessing in that also and, and stuff. And so, man, for a little ministry that you come up with. <laughs> yeah, a lot of years ago. Yeah, a lot of well, years well, ago. What was neat wow. about that, as you were mentioning it, I remember going, well, gee, God, if I just fix cars, <clears throat> how do people know that would come from you? You know, how am I going to make sure that, you know, I don't just want to fix cars. I want I, I want people to, to see what a generous guard they are. And he said, we'll call it the Jesus labor of love. It literally, he gave me that name very specifically, and I've always just treasured it that I can't tell you the times that 
I said, well, I'm with a Jesus labor love, and immediately that gets a reaction. <laughs> I've had it both ways. <laughs> I remember one guy, a record driver in Kentucky or somewhere, and he said, I am not going to tow a car for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like the unjust judge. That was said, Kentucky, right? I had to make sure. It went. <laughs> I said, I understand that that you want to, don't want a car, but you're the only record service in this town, and this lady's car broke down, and we really need you to. I am not towing a car for Jesus. And I don't know. I guess it was just the salesman in me wouldn't quit. I was like, man, you're you were my only hope to help this lady, and you know it would be so helpful. Well, what's her address? <laughs> <laughs> you planted a seed, Robbie. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, you know, and, and then there was other time that was in Texas, um, in Fort Worth, and I got the call, and, I, and this guy answers the phone. I said, "I'm with the Jesus Labor." And he goes, "The guy, real, you know, Texas sounding guy says, you mean to tell me that you talk about Jesus Christ on the radio?'" And I said, "Yes, sir." Not knowing what I was <laughs> fixing to get, he goes, "Well, son." I'm going to fix that car. I'm going to help that. Because, you know, you can't. And, man, this man was preaching a sermon in about two seconds. And this car, I, I never would have thought this particular situation. It was like two days before Christmas. And all of a sudden, this man steps up. He goes to this lady's house and fixes her car. It was it was a body shop job. It was her, her fender was on her tire. She had a busted battery because the way the car had hit the – he put a battery in the car. He fixed it her fender. And this lady was making payments on this car because she didn't have insurance, right? And it was just a horrible situation. And I was like, man, dude. <laughs> but I'll never, ever, as long as I ever forget him saying, you mean to tell me you talk about Jesus Christ on the radio? <laughs> I was like, I have no idea where this is going. But, you know, you know. It, God works it out, man. God works it out. And and the word is blessing, okay, which has everything to do with house. Like God wants all of us in His nest, okay, <laughs> to keep us safe and warm. And 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 the the thing of it is, is once you get in that nest, right, Jerry, then you bring other you 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 can't help but want other people to come in here with you. Yeah, I mean, being in the nest is just like being that bird. I mean, I we're not gonna be in that nest forever. I mean, God wants us to. You know, there's times when we need to have the worms brought to us and we need to be fed and we need to be kept warm. But then there's times as, as we mature, as, as God wants us to spread our wings and, and, and fly and then do the same thing for somebody else. And that, that's what, you know, the story you talked about with the Jesus labor love with the woman in the car, you know, because she just turned right around and blessed somebody else. Right. And also, because I'll tell you, she probably felt like she just missed a blessing because of we stepped in the first time. And then she ended up getting that blessing anyway. Yeah, and how beautiful. I mean, I've, I've seen the picture of the lady that received it. It's, it's gorgeous. Again, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and see this podcast or previous shows, all those things. But, you know, I, I, I'm just praying that you'll think about how, how can I help bring other people into my nest both spiritually and, you know, as far as physically this week. So thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And, wow, um, we'll be back next week with more Christian Car Guy Show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere, went, got it all done in 33 years. Thank you, Jerry. Robbie.
This is the Truth Network.